Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hot Takes Podcast. We're here with another episode, and this is a favorite of mine. This was from a stream I did a couple months ago, a, pretty much like in February. Uh, this was a stream all about why High School Musical 2 is the best high school musical. Now, you might not agree with me, and that's okay. By the end of this, you will, and... I'm not here saying High School Musical 1 is bad or 3 is terrible. I'm just saying the truth, which is High School Musical 2 is the best. Thank you so much. Uh, I would love for you to check it out. Um, we're going to get started in just a few seconds. But before I do, I just wanted to say thank you all so much for a fabulous 2021. I hope you enjoy this podcast. I hope you enjoy the things. If you have a hot take, I would love to hear it. Drop me a line or DM at Dino Favara. Uh, pretty much anywhere, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, MySpace, the whole shebang. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Here is another episode of the Hot Takes podcast of why High School Musical 2 is the best high school musical. Here we go. What is up, fam? We are here. It is... The Hot Takes Podcast. We got Tread Daddy here. It's party time, nerds. What's up, guys? My name is Dino Favara, a.k.a. That Boy Dino, a.k.a. The Dean Machine, a.k.a. Dancing Dean, a.k.a. Dean the Lean Spleen Keen, a.k.a. Your Mom. Guys, we are here today for the Hot Takes Podcast, episode six. It's been six, six weeks since I started this, I think. I hope everyone's doing a great, uh, doing great today. As you can see, we're going to be talking about something very special, very near and dear to my heart today. I hope I'm allowed to even play this. Honestly, I, I feel like as long as there's no audio and I'm talking over it, I'm allowed to play whatever I want if I'm in Twitch. So hopefully this works out guys. We're going to be talking about something very amazing, something incredible, the hottest take I may have. And it is High School Musical. Not one, not three, but two. We're going to be talking about High School Musical 2 and why it's the greatest high school musical in the franchise. Some of you may be thinking, Dino, why does this matter, right? Why is this even important? Why are you spending an hour, maybe, maybe two hours, maybe four? Why are you going to be spending so much time Talking about why High School Musical is the best. Uh, high School Musical 2 is the best. Well, I'll tell you, right? I'll tell you exactly why. High School Musical 2 is Disney Channel's hidden gem. People just don't talk about it enough. It. What is up, Jacob? I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for hopping in, man. Guys, we do not give High School Musical 2 enough credit. Before I before I go any further, there's so many things I want to talk about. And guys, I want to tell you this. So you might be thinking, Dino, do you have notes? Are you reading from notes on the screen? Do you have notes right here prepared? Are you, you know, did you how much did you prepare for this podcast? And I'm gonna tell you one thing. I didn't prepare a lick of notes. Wanna know why? It's not because I'm unproductive. It's not even the fact that I felt like I shouldn't have prepared for this. It's not even that I'm unprofessional. The sad, sad truth is I don't need to prepare for this because I've been preparing my entire life to talk about this. I've been preparing for the last eight years 
of why High School Musical 2 is the best. I don't even need notes. It's all up in the dome right here. So I hope you're ready for a wild ride because I'm going to give you one. So strap in your seatbelts. Buckle up because it's click it or ticket around here, ladies and gentlemen. Before we do, I have to do something very important. I have to text my dad and tell him that I'm live on Twitch, which I'll while I do that, I want to give a little shout out to myself because I'm speaking. Uh, if you're watching, if you're listening, if you're doing if you're consuming this in any way now or in the future, I would absolutely love you. That's it. I would absolutely love you. I would love you if you took a few moments to like this video or podcast, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, share this episode, share past episodes, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on the podcast, whatever you want to do. I would absolutely love it if you did that over the next two seconds. I want to preface this talk, okay? I want to start out because we're getting into it. We're getting right into the weeds here of High School Musical 2, why it's better than High School Musical 1. But before we talk about High School Musical 2, we have to talk about something important. We have to talk about, you guessed it, High School Musical 1. Just just plain High School Musical 1. Here's a few things, okay? High School Musical came out easily when I was like in sixth grade. So this is like 2006, right? It was a revolution for Disney Channel original movies, aka DCOMs, right? It was a revolution. It was it was the first, and this is what I'll tell you about why it was a revolution. It was because it was the first well-made decom ever. Now you might be thinking, Dino, Eddie's million-dollar cook-off was so good. Dino, Motocross was amazing. And I have to tell you something. You're right. You're right. Seven, uh, <laughs> miracle, uh, whatever the thirteen. What is it? When he turns into a mermaid? Um, what was it? I don't know. That that movie where that kid turns into a mermaid when he turns the 13th year. We got uh, we got some other ones. We got Brink recently discovered. We've got The Luck of the Irish. There's so many good Johnny Capahala. Um, <laughs> sorry, bro. Johnny Capahala. Uh, so so Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami back on board, or was it just Johnny Capahala back on board? can't remember. But we've just got plenty of really good Disney Channel movies. But you know what? They were really good. They weren't great. They weren't great. They were good. But here's what happened. Is High School Musical broke the sound barrier that is quality on Disney Channel. High School Musical 2, I remember the first commercial. I remember the first commercial of Disney Channel's original movie, High School Musical 1. It was this black screen, and it was this, this sphere. It was, like, it was almost like you're looking through a fisheye lens of peeking through the lens or the little hole in a door to see who's behind the door. It was like peeking through that, and it was just really blurry. And you just heard this uh, conversation you saw the moment when Zac Efron, a.k.a. Troy Bolton, hops in and says, I want to audition, and everyone looks at him, and everything's going on. It's that weird moment, and that was the first High School Musical commercial, and I remember it. I remember it, and here's what happened. Fast forward a couple months. High School Musical comes out, 
and it is just immediately a breakaway success. Everyone loves High School Musical. Who doesn't love, one, a movie named after what it actually is? It's a musical based off in high school. It, the music sounds like it's a musical from a high school musical. It's, you know, it, it's got, I mean, what do we got right here in the corner? Stick to the status quo. A very high school musical-esque, you know, high school feeling of what people are pushed into. This, this idea that you have to stay in your lane. It's just not true, according to Troy Bolton and Gabriella. So, the quality was there. The quality. Now, you might look back and think, oh, man, it's super cheesy. But if you look back on any other DCOM movie, you're going to see more cheesy, okay? It had the star power, right? A, a me, amazing ensemble cast of Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, some seemingly no-name people who were able... Ashley Tisdale, Lucas Grabeel, Disney Channel's most underrated Disney star. You've got uh, Corbin Blue, who went on to make so many movies about jump roping. And you've got, who else? I will say the girl that Corbin likes. I don't, I haven't seen her since. Um, okay. Skirt, hold the phones, guys. We've got a caller in saying Halloween Town is not cheesy. Tread Daddy says Halloween Town was not cheesy. And you know what, Ryan? I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to have to agree that Halloween Town might be one of the also greats of the Disney Channel universe. I just have to say that when it comes to what Disney does best, musicals, production, and relatability, that's where the quality is for High School Musical. Now, the director, Kenny Ortega, he also choreographed everything. He helped write music. This man was a genius, right? So there's a lot of aspects that go into why High School Musical is so good. I mean, just, I mean, we're just, I mean, just look at this. It looks just so crisp. It's got some Disney Channel high listers like Ashley Tisdale. Lots of good things going for it. Anyways, next up, we have a new hut, a new hottie. A new Disney Channel hottie. And that hottie came in the form of Zac Efron. Guys, he looks cute here. In this, he's like that cool, like, guy that, you know, plays, you know, plays basketball. He's on the basketball team. He's actually good at basketball. And you know what? I think we, as humanity, really liked that, right? We, as society, are drawn to these alpha male people who strike out against what society tells them to do and says you know what sorry get choked up thinking about it you know what this is my life i'm gonna live my life not what daddy says so zach efron comes into play and that's a big deal big deal vanessa hudgens was kind of that for guys but for me i never really was like into her as a as a child um anyways it also came at the crux of knowing their audience. Most of their audience was in middle school, dreaming about high school, right? We have no idea what high school's like, but you know what? We have an opportunity to see into the future, to dream and look at it and wish and hope for something that would come. So that's another point. And finally, I need to talk about something crazy with High School Musical, okay? And this is going to come in later. 
I don't know if many of you know this. Some of you do. This is actually like the cool, trendy backstage knowledge to know nowadays. And that's, did you know that Zac Efron was not singing at all in High School Musical 1? That's right. You can take a second, calm yourselves, breathe in. That's right. Troy Bolton was not sung by Zac Efron. In fact, it was this man right here. He's here with us today. No, I'm just kidding. He's not here. But his name was Drew Seeley. He actually, whoa, whoa, there we go. Drew Seeley comes into play at another movie in the Disney Channel universe later on. Cheetah Girls 2. He comes in as just this random guy. And everyone's like, where did this guy come from? Well, that's from High School Music 1. He also was on another Cinderella story with Selena Gomez. And you might be, he was the lead there. And he was really good at dancing and at singing. And I was I remember thinking, like, who is this guy? Why is he just, like, so popular now? And it's because he was the original voice for Troy Bolton. Because what happened is the directors, when they were casting the role of Troy, two things happened. They saw Zac Efron and said, this guy is Troy Bolton. He looks like Troy. He's got swag like Troy. He's got shaggy hair like Troy. Like, we need this as Troy. But then they heard the angelic voice that is Drew Seeley. And you know what? The the writers of music had written Zac Efron or Troy Bolton's part to be a tenor. So I'll, I'll give you a quick music lesson. You've got you've got tenor one, tenor two. This is the guy's part. Tenor one, tenor two, baritone, bass. Okay. So bass is obviously like when people sing like this. Then you've got tenor one and ah, tenor two, ah, and then you've got baritone. It's like the the happy middle ground. Most, I think most guys are like this. But Zac Efron sings. His range is a baritone range. It's very – he can get lower, but he can also get a little high, but he's not up here. The part for Troy Bolton was written as a tenor. So Drew Seeley could hit all those notes. He sounded so good. He was very comfortable up here, but Zach just couldn't do it. So what did they do? You know, you might think, you know, why don't you just give it to Drew? He can sing. He can do it all. Why are we uh why are we wasting our time with this Zach guy Zach guy? But you know what? They took a bet. They said, I like this guy. Let's give it to him. So that's what they did. They casted Zach Efron as the face of Troy Bolton. They said, Drew, you're great, man. How about you sing? Sing for us, Drew! Sing! And be the voice of Troy Bolton. And Drew Seeley, obviously looking for something to put on his resume, said, you know, what the heck? Why not? Little did he know that would skyrocket one of them into stardom, the other one into obscurity. I'm just going to let that sit for a little bit. So that'll come into play later. Overall, High School Musical broke records, I think, and it definitely broke down walls for Disney Channel. I will never say that High School Musical 1 was a bad film. In fact, I would say it was good. In fact, it was great, okay? It was new. It was exciting. It was happy. It was sad. It was emotional. It was serious. There was a basketball win at the end. There was a big dance scene. Amazing, amazing movie. I can assure you most of the people watching this, my three viewers, know exactly almost all the words. Unless you're a tread daddy, then you don't know any of it. Um, but great great film but let's take a second and let's talk about 
what came afterwards. They said High School Musical 1 was a success. Uh, a success. As with most films that comes out with a second movie, you have to do a really good job at making it worth their people's time. So I remember when High School Musical 2 came out. I, I, I remember. Listen, they had a whole showing party on Disney Channel. They invited all of the actors onto like this one like viewing session. They premiered it. There was a countdown. I remember watching this. And I remember leading up to this, here's what was popular on High School Musical at the time. Hannah Montana, huge. Uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, That's So Raven. All these different high-quality Disney Channel TV shows. And one of the things they did, they said, hey, fam, we're going to do two things. This was genius. They said, at the beginning of High School Musical 2, Chad wears a shirt that says something. Tell us what he says or, uh, or vote on what you want it to say. So people got to vote on what the shirt said. And eventually it came out and what did it say? I can't believe uh, before I go back to look at it, I have to talk about one more thing. They also said, hey, at the end, at the main dance party scene, one of your favorite Hannah Montana characters will get to be in the background. Vote here on this website who you want to be in it. Do you want Jackson? Do you want Oliver? Do you want Lily? Or do you want Hannah? Uh, or you want Miley? Sorry. And so this was crazy, right? Because two things happened. Well, a lot of things happened. Think about this. They had to film all of the opening sequence to High School Musical 2 multiple times just in case uh, what the people voted on was picked. So they filmed this with Chad's shirt different every time. That's crazy. Second, at the end of the movie, they filmed that scene multiple times, or at least maybe just that little clip multiple times with each of the characters. Because at the end, of course, it was Miley Cyrus. Or, sorry, Miley Stewart. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, so moving on, here's another very important point. Uh, and for those of you who are just joining, thanks so much for hopping in. Today we are talking about why High School Musical 2 is better than High School Musical 1. Not why High School Musical 1 is bad, but why High School Musical 2 is better. Um, I Actually, this is a perfect segue because I'd like to share. Let's take a look right up here. Does anyone know what movie this is from? For those of you listening back at home, this is from Teen Beach Movie. Does this remind you of anything? This would not have existed if not for High School Musical. There was nothing of this caliber until High School Musical 1 existed. So I would say the importance of High School Musical 1 and 2 is it brought a wave of movies just like this to Disney Channel's movie series. Now, was this movie any good? Uh, I could hardly tell you. I don't think so. Um, however, look at this choreography. It's amazing. However, the music is really, really good. I love the music to Teen Beach Movie. It's just the storyline and why everything happens is just not good. Anyways, um, let's talk about the opening sequence of High School Musical 2. Opening sequence of High School Musical 2, and my High School Musical 3 fans are going to hate me for this. High School Musical 2 had the best 
opening of any high school musical movie. I said it. I said it. What time is it is by far the best cold open on any Disney Channel original movie. Okay? You come at me in the comments. I don't care, dude. Because that's that's the truth. That's the hard truth. So, let me tell you why. One, I actually don't think I need to explain those. <laughs> you can just watch it yourself. The anticipation, the pacing, the excitement. These are all things we as humans have felt in high school waiting for that last bell to ring for summer to hit. I am literally getting goosebumps. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I'm still getting goosebumps thinking about that moment at the last day of school. Five minutes left. You're there. You're sitting. And you're just waiting to be released so that you can enjoy the summer of a lifetime. And you know what? I think they capitalize on this perfectly because who doesn't want to end school with a highly choreographed school-wide dance party? I know I certainly wish we could have done that at Hebrew Christian Academy. Can I get a go Lions? Here's the thing. Is this well-choreographed, well-placed, paced, and placed, <laughs> placed, paced, and cased, uh, what up, Liam? Thanks for hopping in, dude. Um, dance. First off, broke some barriers with choreography. I mean, everyone remembers the moment where there's the wave, where everyone's doing that little wave thing, and you go down the line. You've got all the different bars from different characters. No time for school. Got some school. I'm free to shop till I drop. Mm. It's just so freaking good. Um, what else? You've got the moment at the very end. What time is it? Summertime is finally here. It's in the middle of the freaking cafeteria. And they just, they just bam, like start from the uh, very beginning with a punch in the face of just choreographed goodness. And it is just so fire, so good. So what time is it? Best cold open. I will say this, the only contender, because High School Musical 1's cold open was very good for setting the story. But it didn't get me excited to watch High School Musical. You know, I can sing along to it now after it's over, but it doesn't just get me where I, I don't ever, I was never invited to some ski lodge during New Year's Eve and I didn't sing karaoke with a random girl I've never met and fall in love with her. I, I can't relate. I can't. But you know what I can relate to? Summer being let out. School being let out for summer. I can relate to that. The one thing, High School Musical 3's cold open, I'll say this. It was very, very good. Just got an Amber alert. Okay. I'll be taking it. I'll be looking at that later. Um, but here's the thing, guys. High School Musical, High School Musical 3's cold open, I'll admit, was very, very good. You've got... The freaking basketball game. The moment where Troy's, it's the game of the it's the game of the season, the championship game. <sighs> you hear it, Troy. Right, I can hardly breathe. Oh, you can do it. Just know that I believe. 
and that's all I really need. Oh, guys, I could really get into that. I will say this. That song is amazing to work out to um, because, yes, I will say the game is, uh, a song is really good to work out to because there was a moment in time where I was just exhausted. I was like, I can't do it. And then that moment happens. It's like, right now I can't hardly breathe. And I was like, I, I can't hardly breathe. And then it just, turn it on, game on, podcast, W I. L D C A T. It's just, guys. I mean, do I have to explain this? So good. However, it just doesn't beat High School Musical two, at least for uh, relatability. I've never been in a basketball game where that was on the line. I mean, I've never been in Troy's shoes there. But you know what? I have been in. Like I said, letting out for summer vacation. Now, what I want to do is share one more or a few more things on why High School Musical 2 was better than High School Musical 1. There's so many things that go into play. But before I finish strong with some very good points of my argument, I want to address a few things. One, I admit and agree and believe that the likelihood of High School Musical 2's plot is nearly impossible. Let's just talk about it. In High School Musical 2, the entire school <laughs> gets hired to work at a country club together. How did that happen? Sharpay told her, whoever this guy is, the owner of the country club, hey, I don't care how you do it. I want Troy uh, to be working at this country club over the summer. And Troy says, only if all my friends can come. And you know what this guy says? Like, all right, well, then that works. So that's how uh, that's how that happens. How likely is that ever happening? Zero. You know, is that really cool? Yes. However, I that's never happened to me, nor I think will it ever happen ever. Another thing is that the entire, like, issue that's being resolved is just a complete run back of High School Musical 1. I mean, it really is if you think about it. Because what it is, is Troy gets focused on himself and ends up making all his friends mad. That was High School Musical 1. So now what did they do in High School Musical 2? Let's have Troy get mad at, or like just focus on himself and have all of his friends get mad at him. Okay. I mean, it worked then. Why not? Uh, let's just run it back and do it all over again. So... If it works, don't fix it, I guess. But that can be a lot of people's reasoning of why it's not as good is because the character-driven plot isn't as, I don't know, successful. All right, that's pretty much it. That's all I've really got as why High School Musical 2 might not be as good. So here's what I'll say. Is I want to talk about Lucas Grabeel, all right? Very quick aside. You might be thinking, Dino, who is Lucas Grabeel? And you know what I'll tell you? Lucas Graybeal is one of the few people you've forgotten about that didn't deserve to be forgotten about. Lucas Graybeal is Disney's most hidden gem, most private possession. And you know what they did with him? They stuck him as side characters the entire time he was working there. This man could sing. His range is huge. This man could dance. I mean, just look at the way his hips move. He's amazing. And then this guy had acting potential. He could do so many different ranges of characters. I mean, look at Halloween Town High. 
We might not have some Halloween Town High fans in here because the original Marnie didn't, you know, didn't get signed up. But you have to admit, Lucas Grabiel did a really good job as a lead male character in that movie. But this is the movie right here where uh, Ryan, a.k.a. Lucas Grabiel's character, really starts to shine. Ryan actually starts to get a... How do I say this? Starts to grow a um, a pair of confidence boots. This man really straps on his his vest of truth. This man starts to hold the sword of the spirit. That's what he's doing. So here is why Lucas Grabiel's character Ryan has his most, you might say. Uh, breakout moment in High School Musical 2. In High School Musical, Ryan is just the shadow of Sharpay. He is a loner. He doesn't show much emotion. You can see him wrestling with certain things, but he's just along for the ride, right? In High School Musical 2, you really start to realize that he's taking a stance for himself. He's stepping into his big boy pants, and he's saying, you know what? Sharpay, I don't agree with you. I actually, there's even a little bit of romance tension between Ryan and Gabriella, while there's that also tension between Troy and Sharpay. So there's like this weird tensions forming where Gabriella sees Troy saying, like, you're just focused on yourself, where Ryan is the kind, gentle, sweet guy that everyone wishes they could date but never do because they are stupid. So that's going on. But let's talk about this. Specifically, let's talk about the moment when Ryan goes up to Chad and says, hey, man, you should dance more. <laughs> it's like he's talking about dancing, and he's also equating it to baseball. And Chad's like, yeah, man, I play baseball, and I'm cool, uh, but I don't dance, which is funny because the whole movie he's been dancing. Anyways. Ryan goes up to him and says, no, ma'am, it's not that hard. Just do a couple different steps, and you can dance too. Uh, not to mention, I'm a really good pitcher at baseball. And you know what happens? A dance number called I Don't Dance. Now, you might be thinking, Dino, what's the – okay, so? Here's a few things. One, there's character development for Ryan in this moment because up until this moment, he's not a, a character – that's going to step up and take a stand for something. He's just a character that's going to follow along. But, you know, it's in this moment that he says, I'm tired of sitting back and watching everybody just follow, you know, each other. They, you know, they're not listening to me, whatever. He says, no, instead, this time, I want you to, you're going to listen to me, Chad. You need to dance, and I'll teach you how. Through baseball. And you know what they do? They do a choreographed dance number singing a great song about how I don't dance. And you know how they do it? This is the kicker, guys. This is the genius behind the music of High School Musical 2. The dance is called, the song's called I Don't Dance. And you know what? And you know what they're talking about throughout the whole thing? They're talking about swinging a bat. Swinging a bat. Do you know what style of music they're dancing and singing to? Swing dancing. Guys, they are playing swing jazz 
and dancing and singing about swinging a bat. How amazingly clever is that? I, I don't know if you can get much cl more clever than having a, sw uh, a swing song about swinging a bat. Genius. And what this does is it breaks down barriers between these characters, this, this nerd and this jock, this athlete and this uh, weirdo, this, um, this rich guy and this maybe poor guy. You've got races coming together to form this friendship between Ryan and Shad and all this group of guys through swing dancing and singing. I mean, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful picture of what we as humans should be doing on the daily. Beautiful. Now, I have a few more things to talk about, but time is running out. So I want to end on a high note. I want to talk about specifically the last moment that is big brain i want to talk about something important this is the final moment of uh you know what you know what i'm gonna share no yes no yes no yes no yes yes okay i'm gonna give myself 30 seconds i'm gonna give myself a minute to talk about the rest of the music and why it's important You've got, you are the music and me. Honestly, a way better version of the love ballad that's sung together each other in uh, High School Musical 1 or in High School Musical 3. Those are trash. You are the music and me. Just think about how, how beautifully written that is. When you listen to that song, you hear so much emotion between the two of them. Like, you're the music in me that I sing. Like, that's amazing. Not to mention, not to mention, you don't get one, you are the music and me. You get two. Because you get one with Gabriella and Troy, and you get one with Sharpay and Troy. And if you're not the type of guy who loves love ballads, which some of you are, that's fine. If you're the type of guy who loves pop, fun, exciting love songs, you get the Sharpay version. You get the, instead of, na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na, yeah. Instead you get, na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na-na-na. I mean, guys. I'm singing here, and I don't sound the greatest, but I have to say, genius, right? It's just pure, musically written smartness that's wrapped up into not one, but two versions of a really good song. <sighs> okay, that's it. I'm going to just leave it at that, because what I want to do is get into the last song, All For One. Now, when I say every single song has been a banger up to this point, I am not speaking in hyperbole. I am being real. The only song that I didn't even talk about Bed On It. Okay. Okay. So Bed On It with Troy Bowen. I'm going to give myself another minute. Bed On It is an incredible moment in which Troy comes to realize what's going on. He's thinking only of himself. And you know what he's doing? He's not thinking about others. And he's not betting on himself. He's not, he's not betting on who he actually is. He's betting, he's trusting what other people say he should do and not what he wants to do. And you know what? He's tired of it. So you know what he does? He goes to the one place he has left. <laughs> you know what he does? He goes to the one place all middle-aged dads realize is the only place. They have left their last safe haven. You know what it is? The golf course. That's right. 
He goes to the golf course. He's alone in the nature, just in Arizona, just by himself. And you know what he does? He sings his little heart out. His three, his size, his heart grows three sizes bigger within a five-minute song. And you know what I remember thinking? I remember watching this and thinking, as a eighth grader, how lame this movie was, or how long, how lame that song is. Like, this is so lame, so dumb, so stupid. But you know what? That song and that that coming of age moment, bet on it, aged like a fine barefoot wine. It aged so well that it came together and produced fruit of memes for years to come. And you know what? I say that's a win. That's a win, ladies and gentlemen. You want to know why? Because it is so aggressive. It is so emotional. It is so over the top. And you know what else? Zac Efron is doing his best. He is trying his hardest to find this, this moment, this three-minute-long solo of him just being on a golf course with literally nothing. I mean, it's just the proof is in the pudding, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I'm going to have to skip everything else. If I missed anything, I'm sorry. But let's fast forward all for one. This is the, fi this is the finale. The moment where they realize the summer they finally wanted, yeah, they finally got it, right? Guys, I can't, I keep getting off track because I think about Fabulous with Sharpay. Fabulous at the beginning of the movie. How did I almost forget this? It's my podcast. I do whatever I want. But you've got Fabulous with Sharpay and Ryan, where Sharpay takes center stage and she says, I want more to the crowd and she's talking about all the different things that are important to her during this summer she's talking about getting a dip in the pool a trip to the spa endless days in my shades according to moi guys i mean this is ashley tisdale's i think guys fabulous from high school musical 2 was the moment that ashley tisdale peaked Ashley, I'm sorry if you're hearing this. I know you're on The Masked uh, Dancer right now or The Masked Singer or something about The Mask. And I know you don't want to hear those words, but I need to tell you this for the sake of my argument is in High School Musical 2 was in the moment when Ashley Tisdale peaked. And you know what? That's not a shame. That is glory. That is amazing because she was able to grace us with her perfect, most beautiful, amazing performance in not one, not three, not Sharp Hayes Adventure, but High School Musical 2. And that's all I'm going to say on that moment because High School Musical 2 contains Fabulous with Sharp Hay, and that was an absolute stunner of a performance. So I salute you, Ashley Tisdale. I'll forever miss watching you on High School Musical 1, 3, 2, and Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and Sweet Life on Deck. At ease, soldier. You may rest well. Anyways, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. I think I covered everything up till all for one. The finale. The moment where everyone comes together and is happy, right? Just like in every high school musical movie. It's always a surprise. How'd they do that? But you know what? It all comes at the very end. Just like a Mr. Beast video, the, the resolution just happens right at the end. So here's the thing. Why is All for One 
the greatest finale of High School Musical franchise? A few reasons. One, I have to give credit where credit is due. You've got High School Musical 1, where they ended at the freaking basketball stadium. I mean, that is just amazing, right? It's, we're all in this together once we knew. Sorry, I burped. All in this together once we know where we stand hand in hand. Make our dreams come true. Guys, very good. But you know what? A little cheesy. A little too much, right? It's good when it's teased and joked about, but you know what it isn't? It's not excellent. It's not beachy. It's not get me out in the hot sun and take a dip in the pool type of vibes. High School Musical 2's All for One not only makes me want to take a jump out into the sunlight, expose my shirtless skin to the harmless rays of the sun and say, just give me a quick burn. But you know what it does? It gets me going and it makes me want to just get together with all my friends, have the biggest, most epic, most amazing pool party. Because you know what? We're not separated. We're not one for all. We're all for one. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Not to mention the choreography was incredible. The amount of detail that goes into this one moment in which everyone's talking about their summer, their pool, the 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 emotions they take you on this ride. Let's take it to the beach, take it there together. We'll celebrate the day, but there'll never be another. We're stronger this time, been there for each other. Everything's just fun. Everybody all for one. A real summer has just begun. And yes, Miley Cyrus had a cameo in the closing number two because we as a group voted on which Hannah Montana character slash star would be in it. There was, you could either vote for Miley Cyrus. You could vote for the girl who played Lily. Can't remember her name. You could vote for Mitchell Musso, Oliver, or Jackson Stewart. I really can't remember his name. Someone please help me out. But you got to vote. And I voted for Oliver because I thought he was really cool. And his brother was – or her brother was in so many movies. Emily Osment. Oh, Emily Osment. Yep. And Haley Joel Osment was uh, her brother. Crazy. <sighs> Whew. So there's a lot of cool things going on. And then at the end, they all jump in the pool. Guys, I mean, if you, if you needed music to fuel your – teenage pool parties this is the music you can just play this song on repeat not to mention you can get all your friends the choreography is so complex yet so simple that anyone can learn the choreography i learned it last night by just going on youtube and finding this video where this lady was teaching it to children it was fantastic and easy and i learned it so simply guys i'll say this in closing all for one was the greatest closing number of any High School Musical series. All in This Together was great. You've got High School Musical 3, where I'm pretty sure it was the prom the prom song. Uh, nope, it was the moment where they graduated. Guys, that was just lame. It wasn't... I didn't get you. Right here in the gumption. You know what? I'll say this. We've got some believers in the chat. We've got some believers who listen to this, and there's something that if you are a fellow believer, like myself, that you believe in, you believe in the Great Commission. 
the moment at the end of all the of Matthew of uh, of some other of the gospels where Jesus comes he shows himself to his, his disciples and he says go out and make disciples of all nations and you know what he does he yeets himself back up into heaven and the disciples are so pumped that they're like absolutely I will go out I am pumped up I will go make disciples of all nations and you know what happens Christianity spreads like wildfire and it's one of the fastest growing religions ever and the the strongest standing movement ever to happen that's a lot of motivation so these boys leave motivated and you know what it's because it was a great commission not a good commission but a great commission they were they were given inspiration with such passion that they have no choice but to go out and make use of it. And you know what? Am I comparing all for one to the Great Commission? Uh, for legal reasons, absolutely not. But you know what I am for personal and emotional reasons? Maybe. Maybe. Right? This is the moment where they say, hey guys, stop watching us. You've watched us for too long. It's time for you to take your bathing suits your flip-flops, and your beach towels, and go out and make something of your life. Get out there. Get together with your friends. Be all for one and have the party you've always wanted during the summer. Do it. And you know what happened? I did it, by golly. I did that. I went and got my four friends and my one brother and sister, and I went out, and we had the summer of a lifetime. And you know why? It was because of one thing. All for one with High School Musical 2. Guys, this has been an amazing time talking about something I'm very passionate about, High School Musical 2. Why High School Musical 2 is important, why it's the most successful, and why it's the best and un most underlooked High School Musical movie in existence. I hope you've agreed with me. I hope I've been able to convince you otherwise. If I haven't, I'm just sorry. It's okay to be wrong sometimes, guys. I have to say it. If you have some opinions you'd like to share, you can drop me a line. Do people say that anymore? You can shoot me a message on Instagram, TikTok. You can join my Discord, which is in the description below. Uh, and you can you can DM me. I'm not that I'm not that crazy where I don't respond to personal DMs. I will. So I highly suggest you to reach out, share your opinion with me, let me know. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Hot Takes Podcast. Guys, without much further ado, I have one thing left to say to you. I hope you are feeling great. I hope you're feeling swaggy. I want you to go out there and succeed. So take life by the horns. Get ready for an awesome time. And guys, we'll catch you on the flip side. We'll see you later.